Hi everyone, I am Valerie Malone, life coach, motivational speaker, creator of Love You Life program. You are listening to Real Talk. Today I have a special guest, Bernadette Gold. She is a money mindset and manifesting master. She teaches others how to allow more money, love, and joy into their lives. She has been a success mentor since 2000. Bernadette specializes in helping impact highly sensitive people and intuitive to find balance and energetic loud world. Welcome. Thank you. Good this to be is here. so great to have you over here. And by the way, you're the first money mindset coach that I have in this podcast, which I'm very excited about. We talk about uh, money a lot. So in my uh, podcast, we bring experts like yourself from all over the world to talk about things that matters the most to people and things that they struggle with. So as you know, in today's world, a lot of people are struggling when it comes to finance, when it comes to money, and when it comes to mm-hmm. how to make money, what kind of money mindset they have, how to manage money. But I always say your money desire, your money making comes from what kind of money mindset you have. And that's why I have you here. Tell us a little bit about what is the number one myth is about the money. The number one myth that I think people have about money that they don't understand is money isn't going to solve your problems. They think it will, mm. right? And when you're coming from that place, like, if I only had a pile of money, I could be happy. That actually is the exact opposite of where you need to be. You need to actually be happy for the money to come. It can't go the other way around and it will only work to restrict you and limit you further, keep you further in the hole, in that place of limitation. If you think, oh, it'll solve all my problems. It doesn't. People that have a ton of money still have problems. Yeah. So true, so true. Right? All these celebrity stories that you hear, right? The celebrity stories that you hear, they have so much money. And when they're actually not only money, they have a fame and money. Right. And the next thing you know, either they commit a suicide or they get divorced or they have so much problem. Because, or they, as a matter of fact, they go bankruptcy. It's the same with lotto winners. I was just talking to someone about that this morning. It's the same way with, with people who, who they'll win the lottery. They get this big pile of cash and in five years they're bankrupt. They're completely alone. They're right back to where they started and probably a little bit farther in the hole in terms of, of their mental state, their emotional state, definitely their financial state, because they weren't in a state where they created a solid enough container to hold that money. You have to have a good container. Right, right, right. Does that make sense? Like, um, my dog is having a cow right now. Sorry. <laughs> That's um, you have to have a container with your money mindset, with your love mindset. And they are one and the same. Love and money are the same vibration, which means they are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Equally, love, money, health, right. same thing. They're not separated. People separate them and they think, well, if I have a strong money mindset, I can make a bunch of money. You can, but only to a certain degree, unless you have also a healthy love mindset and a a strong, healthy health and vitality mindset. Mm. Can't create one without creating the the containers for the others. And if you have a leaky container, anything you do get just bleeds back out. Right, right. You said that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. You said it so perfectly. So I, I study money mindset and I manifest mindset just like you. And I've been doing it for a long time. I've been doing it for 30 years, 30 years. And I know you have done it. And I, I want to I hear one of your stories. I know you told me one of your stories, which is so fascinating. Um, but like you said, container, like you, you, you have to kind of like a, when you train your body, when you go to the gym, you can't automatically pick up 200 pounds and right. Oh my God, I got to, I got to get in shape. You have to start slow and kind of build resistance and all that for that in order to, you know, uh, get stronger and it takes time. It takes effort. You deliberately have to pay attention to what exactly is there that you want to do. So money mindset or making money is the same way. Yes. And the reason we talked about a lot of, lot of funny you said that, cause I read an article that Five percent, or more than five percent, of people that are on a lotto five years later, they have a um, they um, have a heart attack. 
Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because they were not used to having that kind of money. So they create a lifestyle by hearing from the society that this is what it is. Anything, money makes you more of who you are. So for example, if you have a gambling habit, listen, you can manifest money all you want, but that money will come to you and that habit gets bigger and bigger and destroy you more if not anything else, right? Right. Well, and I mean, to take your, your gym analogy, you can go to the gym all you like, work out, work out, work out, build muscle. Hmm. But then if you're eating McDonald's every day, three meals a day, no matter what you do at the gym, you're still destroying and sabotaging that progress. Yeah. Constantly on that treadmill of work out, build muscle, destroy it by adding fat, right? Right. It's the same thing in our minds with money, with building wealth, you know, and and as an entrepreneur, we do always have these cycles of ebb and flow. That's the natural flow of life. Mm -hmm. There will be times of, of ebb and there's times of gray flow. What you want to see is a consistency, right? right? With most people that I see struggling with their money mindset and struggling to create consistency, it's because they'll work really, really hard. They'll do, 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 create it. Oh, I reached it. Now I can be happy. And then some emergency comes along, some unexpected expense wipes out. Now I have to start it again. Because they're in that place where there's a belief system somewhere rooted in their unconscious. You either have to work really hard to have it, to deserve it, to be worth it, right? Right. And if you have that, ultimately your unconscious mind is projecting a signal out to the universe that says, here, give me some other challenge. Here, give me some other expense because I'm not worthy to contain this money, to have it for myself for pleasure. So we have to check like, where is all my hangups, my hooks, my bindings, my, you know, my unconscious programs, because the unconscious mind has way more power than the conscious mind. Most of the time we know kind of consciously what we think about money, Mm. what we think we are allowed to have, but then there's things in the recesses of our minds that actually we don't know until we do that work to uncover first the conscious and then begin to sort of discover our patterns where the sabotage starts to happen and the drainage happens. Once we do that, then we can start getting a clue as to what's unconsciously at work here. And if mom and dad had this belief system that they drove into us that in order to have success and money, you have to constantly produce and work hard, get straight A's, be perfect, right? What are you constantly going to do to feel like you can have it? You're going to work yourself into that heart attack. And, or into the loss of your family, in which case you lose your spouse and they take half. Now you're back to the grind, right? There's a constant grind when you don't know what's operating in the background. Right. No, you said it so perfectly. Because now, especially now, I would say 95% of people, and I was one of them, we grew up with the money mentality. Like you said, (laughs) our parents telling us like, hey, like, listen, you have to work hard to make money. No doubt you have to work, obviously, but working hard or money doesn't go on the trees or it's like, you know, things, terms like that, that they use. So every time when you think about money, those, those words comes, like you said, in subconscious minds, we self-sabotage ourselves and we think that that's what it is. And well, rich people are jerks. Right, 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 right. Greedy right, right. power jerks. And if you believe that, the minute you get money, now you've become the jerk. You have to hurry up and get rid of it right. without even knowing that you're getting rid of it so that you don't become that thing you hate. Right, right, right. Rich people don't understand me. It's funny you mentioned, like I had a conversation about with somebody that says to me that all oh, rich people, what did they know? What did they know about uh, being poor or struggling in life or things like that? Because we see that part of them and we don't know what it is. So we assume that that's just what it is, mm-hmm. which is so funny. <laughs> so what is the real reason for people that struggle with the money in your, in your opinion? It really just has to do with that unconscious programming, the okay. belief system that is controlling them. And it is a wounded inner child that doesn't feel safe. 
having that kind of success, that kind of money. If money is not a safe place for you, just like if love or relationships is not a safe place for you because your history has shown and borne out that, that it brings great pain, right? Then, of course, how are you going to have that container built that says it's safe for you to have money? It's okay for you to have money. You should enjoy the money. Most people that are working to make a, you know, make a successful living, grow their money, make financial investments that actually carry them well into the end of their life and then some leave a legacy for their children. You know, when they don't examine those beliefs, inevitably something will happen. I have a client of mine, one of my students whose parents were very well off, very successful, and they kept putting off, you know, I want to, her mom would say, I want to travel. I want to travel the world but not yet. And she's like, but you guys have over a million dollars. Like, what are you waiting for? And she was getting well into her sixties and seventies. And then she got cancer and died. And here's dad who, who ran the business, built up the wealth, who also said the same thing. We'll do it. When, when, when is enough that you can actually take the money and the work that you've invested and enjoy yourself. They didn't have a program of pleasure. They didn't have a program of, you know, balance. And so mom died a year later, dad died. Mm. Guess where the money went? Not to them, went to the kids. Oh my goodness. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. Now I know I have a question to ask you over here, but let's just go through that a little bit. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't money like just like everything else when we hold on to something so tight, you know, we just like, we just like kind of like lose it. And that, like you said, love, relationship, anything, when you become obsessed with it, okay? I learned this, I remember my grandmother said that to me. Said that, put your hand, like, make it like a cup and put a water and have that water in that, and, and your hand. I'm gonna show it to you like this. And then if you squeeze it, the water comes out. So he said, the more, you know, you keep it loose, the more water can stay longer. So when you become obsessed with something and you wanna to try to have a control over it that I didn't wanna let go, that's become a problem, right? Well, why do we become obsessed? Right. What energy is that? So money is energy. Right. It's just energy. It originated from this place. It's a medium of exchange. Well, of course, I'm not going to give you my life force in exchange for something that you make or something that you sell. I'm going to give you this medium of exchange. I gave my time and energy to create this medium of exchange called a $20 bill, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's the physical manifestation, the form of energy. It's formless that's come into form. So if you look at money and you just go, okay, it's energy. That's all it is. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is, right? Can you contain energy? No, it's everywhere. It's all around you. And the part that most people don't get with money, it is infinite. Energy is infinite, cannot be created nor destroyed, but can be transformed. Well, if money is infinite because it's simply energy, that means there's always a way to generate more. People hold on and control and, and really grip tight in desperation, in neediness, because they are not in a, st a state of abundance, of, of gratitude. They're in a state of lack. They're in a state of, it's not enough. I'm not enough. There will never be enough. When you think that, feel that, and project that into the world, that is the only thing the universe can mirror back to you. The universe always says yes. God always says yes. So if you're constantly going, there's not enough, there's not enough, there's never going to be enough, I have to protect what little I have, the universe goes, wish granted, yes, right. not going to be enough because that's what you keep saying is true. Wow. And what you say is true for you is true for you. It may not be true for me, but it will be for you. And we can get into this fight and discussion all day, rich people this and poor people that. Look, my belief is there's enough for all of us. So there is no reason to compete. There is no reason to cry when an expense comes up. You think that you have enough money to pay that expense. You have the means at which to pay with a hundredfold return. And what you send out now comes back multiplied. And there's never a, a, a tension or resistance into giving that money, putting it out into flow. 
into the rest of the universe to circulate to other, you know, other people. There's a gratitude about it. Well, what happens when you love someone and you're grateful? They love you back and they're grateful back. When you hate something and you fight up against it, what happens? It hates you and it fights up against you. Yeah. And that is the attitude we have with money. So we have to develop like this whole other mindset of love around the relationship we have with money. Mm. And we do develop a, an emotional relationship with money as much as we develop an emotional relationship with food and with people and with cars and with homes and with employers or jobs or job titles. Always we have an emotional relationship. It's when it becomes an emotional attachment that now we have a problem. Right. Because when you have an attachment to something, you can never just let it flow. Right, right, right. right? Back, back to you, the saying that they hold their money and they said they're going to go on vacation, they're going on vacation. They never did. They held on to it that, you know, I might have to lose it. And it's not enough. It's got, got to keep it growing. What, $10 is going to make the difference? Yeah. To you a know, million? I, 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 um, I, the reason I want you to come in here and talk about the money, I would like you to share with us one of your stories, not the, the, the one that is too long, but just the one that is for you that not to take too much of your time. I know you're very busy. Sure. Yeah. Um, let me, because think. I, it just, it just fascinates me because when you said that to me, this is stories Now I've been through this stories, right? I've, I've, I've done it. And I'm sure a lot of people that are, have a healthy relationship with money, or at least we learned the healthy relationship with money, just like everything else. We didn't born and had this talent, me and you or other people, just like everything else, we learned it. I want us, our, our listeners to, to listen, because when we tell those type of a story, people say, well, oh, it was just a luck or it's a miracle or it's a coincidence or things like that. But you constantly keep that, like you said, you were very consistent once you learn and once you discipline yourself to that, you're very, you know, yeah. constant with your money and money flow and all that. Yeah. And, and, and always upping it. I always right. up it. So once I create a, a, a certain number, then I want to go for double that. Okay. Because once you create one pile of money, say, you know, 25,000, doing 50 is easy. Because right. once you get to 25, you're like, wow, that wasn't that hard. <laughs> you know, in a week, I mean, like right, 25,000 right. in a week. When you get to the point where it's not hard, then 50 in a week is not hard. You reach that, you double that. Now a hundred isn't hard because you begin to see possibilities. So back in, in the nineties, mm -hmm. I wanted to buy a boat and live on it. And I won't tell the whole entire story, but I decided that's what I want. I, I love that story. Any money. I literally was a single mom struggling financially. I made good money, but my mindset was such that I, there was more month then there was paycheck, which is a lot of what people go through, right? No matter how much money they have or make, there's just more bills than there is paycheck. And that was a result of my mindset. I was leaking money everywhere. Um, but I wanted to put to the test what Spirit had been teaching me about manifesting. This was long before the internet, long before books and whatnot was available. And they taught me the spiritual principles and the universal laws. And I said, okay, great. If this works, let's put it to the test. And to buy the boat, I needed $25,000 cash and a loan. And getting a boat loan as a primary residence is much harder than a house loan because it's what they call rolling inventory. It can disappear and sink. In any case, is that for you, is that what it could be a home, but they don't consider it as that. Like they don't consider, they consider that high risk. Right. So it's just much harder. Um, to get that kind of a loan, especially when you have very little credit, which at that time I was in my 20s, I had very little credit. But I was like, all right, let's do this then. Let's, let's go for the boat. Found the boat, needed 25 grand, had until that Friday to come up with it. This was a Monday morning. I woke up and I'm like, gonna buy the boat. Started the paperwork for the loan, got it approved. And now I'm like, shit, I need the down payment. What am I gonna do? I'm like, I got like $40 in the bank until payday. Right. And payday is not good. I think 25 grand. Yeah. I told my boss and I didn't, I just stayed in that place of spirit told me this would work. I'm just going to have faith. Walked into work shining like, you know, I've got this brilliant idea. And my boss, the owner of the company, she's like, what are you so happy about? I said, I'm going to buy a boat to live on. She's like, really? And I said, yeah. I, go, I don't know how I'm going to pay for the down payment, but I'm going to buy the boat. 
And I went to work at, in my office and I ran the business development and marketing department. I get a call and she's calling me into her office. I want to talk to you. A few hours later, I walk in and she said, we have this project with a sister company and it's a marketing project. We could go with the marketing company we used before, but they're going to charge us a lot more. So I tell you what, if you can do it for 25000 which is exactly what I needed, and it has to be done and printed and because there was a trade show for them that following weekend. They need all their printed materials. They're meeting with investors. If it can be on their desk Friday morning, you will have your cashier's check and time to close on your boat. But you can't do it during working hours. So here's the part of money mindset and manifesting that most people don't understand. It didn't drop out of the sky. The opportunity did. However, it was up to me then to work from 5 p.m. until 2 a.m. for four solid days, including the press check, to get that stuff that fifth day into the office. And I literally cranked it. But I was so passionate and so excited about having this boat. And I just knew it. I saw it and I'm like, it's going to happen. Didn't ever think about what if the press check screws up? What if they have to reprint and I miss the deadline? Never, ever did I put any negativity into it. Friday morning at probably 6 a.m., the printer delivered five boxes of the, the um, sister company's materials. It was ready to go for the guy who was hitting the plane to take off on the trade show, hit the deadline. My boss took me to the bank. We got the cashier's check. She goes, take the day off and go get your boat went and closed on the loan, handed them the cashier's check and had to have the guy who sold me the boat, the broker, drive the boat home to my new marina because I didn't know how to drive it. Right, right. Nor was I worried about it. This is a 38 foot damn boat, huge. You have to have a captain's license or you're supposed to. But, you know, I was like, okay, well now we have the boat. God, you're going to make something happen here that someone's going to show up to teach me how to drive this boat. As soon as we docked that boat, here comes an old guy two doors down and he's like, you even know how to drive that? And I said, I don't, but I'm going to learn. He said, I'll give you lessons. And right then and there, I, we set up appointments and it was just magical. It just continued. And all I kept doing, waking up every morning saying I'm in someone's postcard. This is the life I always want to live. Show me how to keep this going. And I have repeatedly. Anybody can do it once they really do that work internally. That's the keyword. That's the keyword that I'm glad you mentioned that because you got to do the work. Yes. You got to do the work. You have to know exactly what you want and you have to do the work. And now I'm going to tell you a short story of mine. Cool. Similar to you. When I was, this was a long time ago. I was, I left my husband and I was living in a basement. I was living in a basement. I didn't have a job at the time, but I was looking for a job. I was looking for a job. I had a couple of interviewed. I interviewed and I was just waiting for them to call me back. I had nothing to do. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go to the beach and just going to, you know, run for a little bit to whatever. I was running in a beach and I sat down on the, one of the benches. said, let me take a five minutes break before I go back home. I sat down there and I'm looking at the water, thinking nothing. The only thing that I said to myself before that was that when I leave this basement, I'm going to own my own house. I'm not going to rent another place. That was in, in my back of my head for a month and months, right? I'm sitting in the bitch. Can kid you not? This old lady walks in and she sat right next to me. She said, it's a beautiful weather, right? I said, yes. We start talking. We start talking. And she told me, how, how old are you? What do you do? I said, I don't have a job right now. I'm looking for a job and I have two kids, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I literally said to her, I said, you know, I'm living in a basement, but I'm, I'm, I want to buy a house. I'm looking for a house to buy a house. She was like, really? I said, yeah. What kind of house do you want? I said, it's just me and my two daughters. So, you know, something like three bedroom, nothing fancy, nothing like that. She said, well, today's your lucky day. I lived in this house for 30 something years. My husband passed away a year ago and I don't want to be in this house no more. Oh my God. And I want to sell this house. Here's the funny part. I'm like, like you, I'm like, oh shit. I have no job. I have no money. I have no credit whatsoever in bankruptcy, no credit because I got divorced, you know? Right. How am I even going to, I said, you know what? I literally said that to her. I said, I don't have a job. I don't have down payment. I don't have even credit. She started laughing and she's like, you want a house? I said, yeah. 
she goes like, I love your enthusiasm and I love your attitude that you, you, you don't have nothing, but you have a picture of what you want. Here's what I'm going to do with, to you. You, my daughter, I'm going to move with my daughter because I have grandchildren and I want to spend time with them. You can live in my house, pay the rent toward buying. And then once you get the money and build up your credit, we're going to change everything. And I did that in a matter of a year. Nice. I literally did that. Like I said, I bust my ass. I got three jobs to make sure that I have that down payment. And back then it was not that much. It was like 15. If you give 15,000, then you get a house, a $300,000 house for 15 paid. They will give it. And my credit was that she co-signed for me. Wow. Wow. And I literally left from that basement and I moved into my first house. <laughs> now the house was so old and really raggedy and there's nothing in it that I had to replace everything. But the point is, that's how much I manifested. That's what I wanted it. I just right. didn't want to pay rent again. Yeah. But see, here's the key that you said too. I was willing to do whatever it took, three jobs mm -hmm. to make the money to put it into your name. Where a lot of people like sabotage themselves is they set their money goal super high. They get a quarter of the way there. And then they're like, not that committed because yeah. their why is not strong enough. And then they just give up and go, this stuff doesn't work. Yeah. And money's not that important. Um, money is energy. Energy is important. Therefore, money is important. Always, <laughs> always, always. Like you said, no matter what relationship you have with money, you better make it good because that's what you're going to get. And I love mm -hmm. the, the fact that you said it's like a mirroring yourself, how you are in your romantic relationship or the relationship with others. That's the same exact thing. I always say to people, you have a relationship with money. It's like a, uh, a if you don't have a good relationship, you're always broke. Then that means that you're going with the wrong guys. <laughs> right. Well, in the here, right. Like who wants to be in a relationship with you? If you're constantly throwing shade and hate. Yes. Any yes. guy that you're throwing shade and hate to is walking on you or cheating on you, but he's not staying. Money's the same way. So if you hate money and you're constantly talking bad about people who have it, money will run from you. Yeah. It's the nature of energy. It will run from you and you will keep chasing it and it will run farther and run faster than you'll ever be able to catch up. That's just life. Now that brings me to the next question. So just... Does using manifestation alone can change a money story? No. Law of attraction is one of the universal principles. It does work. It can work in some instances brilliantly. But if you only use the manifesting aspect or the law of attraction, it will not be consistent. Mm. It just won't be. Things don't drop out of the sky. You have to work on your internal story. You have to work on getting your ego put in check, knowing the difference between what your, the voice of your ego is and the voice of your higher self and aligning to the higher self, because that's where everything you want resides, whether it's money or love or health or opportunity, right? Wow. Like two days before, maybe it was even a day before you put a post up about the podcast. You know, I had just said in one of my classes, I'm going to start manifesting podcast interviews. And then there was your post like a day later. And I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> right, 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 right. I was fast. But yeah. it's that thing of just, you speak it out. The opportunity comes. Now it's up to you to follow up. Like, had I not said anything in your post, we right. wouldn't be having this conversation because right. I didn't take action. Equally, if that lady had said, hey, Valerie, here's a house. And you said, no, I can't. No, I have to protect my children. I don't want to work that hard. I don't have a job. Like she, that opportunity would have walked right away. Right? Yeah. Because that's where your energy was just in resistance. But you said, here's the truth. And she said, that's okay. We'll make it work. And you jumped on it. Yeah. And took You'd action. Be I, I, I love that you said that. Like, you know, sometime when we, when we have this conversation, speak it out, speak it out. Speak yes. it out. People have it on their head. But if you say it out loud, you share your story, you tell the stuff, like you said, if I didn't post it, me and you would have been, me and Matt, and we wouldn't have talked, which I had an amazing conversation with you before the other day um, and build a relationship with each other. You know, right. 
you have to speak it up and then you have to be aware to see the signs because that can pass the opportunity too. So like you said, you could have not said anything about your boss. I have $40. I'm not saying nothing to my boss, you know, just keep it to myself. <laughs> if you wasn't, what are you so happy about? Right. <laughs> you probably kept the decent, but just by saying it, you kind of like, announce it to the universe, you know, like you're like, saying, I have faith enough that this is going to happen. Right. I'm going to share it. Right. But some people have these things and they never say anything because I always say, I kid you not all my life up to here. Everything that I have done that I'm successful for is always me speaking about it. And somebody coming in, giving me advice, ideas or something, even simple conversation, you know, it is simple right. conversation. I was telling somebody, that I, oh, I was telling you. Remember, I was telling you about the hot flashes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And me and you just met, and I was telling you about it. And you told me about the uh, gummy thing. Yeah. See, like, you know, you have to kind of like speak about it. And, and people are amazing. There's so many amazing people out there that are like, you know, they're always willing to share. And there's a lot of opportunities, but you have to deliberately look around, be aware. What do you want? And where are you going? And have that exact picture in your head to know what it is. Because a lot of people, like now, like you said, you're a money mindset coach. And I'm telling you, I have a client that they tell me like, okay, so if I manifest this, this is what I'm going to get. And I, that's why I said, I have to get you in here. Because I'm like, I know I've learned in my own thing, but this is not what I teach. I share my stories with my clients and I share my stories with uh, my students. But I don't really teach just money mindset. Right. It's not, it's not my expertise. But I said, I'm going to bring her over here. People are like, oh, well, I manifested like this much money, but, and it's been like a, two weeks. I didn't see nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, no. okay, did you talk about it? Did you tell anybody that you, you want to Did you take home? action? Yeah. It's just speaking about it. Did you tell any, like just your partner or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner, just, it's a, I'm manifesting to make this much money just by that's by itself. No, you kept it to yourself. And that's how we lose opportunities because you never know what opportunities out there, right? Well, and it's interesting too, because when you were saying all of that, and I agree completely with all of that, but on top of it, the trick to manifesting is not being attached to how it shows up. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Let's start. Right? Like people think, oh, I have to earn it. Right. Really? No, you don't. Like there are plenty of other opportunities that come your way. And I mean, I get this. Inheritance is not the best possible outcome for some people, but everybody's going to die at some time. Right. It doesn't mean that you killed them because you were trying to manifest money. But there are people that will come up with guilt and then push that money away because, oh my God, that's not how I wanted it. Okay, but that's how it came. So yeah. take it. Or an investment pays off, right? All of a sudden the stock market blows up and your, your $1,000 investment became $20,000, just the amount that you were asking to manifest. Now it's up to you to pull that money and use it for what you want and then reinvest later. If you are attached to it, it has to come through income, has okay. to come through this form of income. You're losing opportunities left, right, and center. You won't even notice them because you have now limited the universe and said it can only come this way. It can only come from the lottery. It can only come from income. Mm. No money can come from every direction if you allow it in ways that you couldn't even. I would never have thought that my boss would be like, hey, hey, Bernadette, we want to give you $25,000 cash. Right, right, right. Right, like I would have never thought of that, but the universe did. And she told you that you can't work during the work hour, even though like she was giving you that job. That's good that you're making that money, but you cannot take time from this job. And yeah, you can't take time from this job because that would, wouldn't, that'd be a conflict of interest. This is a sister company. They're paying you. So you're going to have to do it in your own time. All right. I'm willing to do that. Cause it's that I could have said, no, I could, oh, that's too. Cause I was a single mom too at right. that time. You know, I'm already working from, and I would get to work at 5 a.m. and leave usually at 7 p.m. So to me, coming the same hours that I do, but instead of working 5 a.m. to 7 p.m., I'm going to work 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. That gives me time in the morning, time in the afternoon, plus take it home and get it done. So to me, really wasn't adding much to my plate. And my job didn't suffer. Why? Because I was so excited. I was so happy that the goal was in sight. I was going to have that thing.
that my emotions were high enough that I didn't even need much sleep that week. Right. Right. And I, so I didn't lose the motivation. I didn't get halfway through the week and go, this sucks. It's not worth it. Which is what a lot of people do with their own businesses and their own, you know, when, when they're working on, on getting a pile of money, manifesting a higher income, it's too much work. Okay. Drooby dog. (laughs) You know, you're right. You're right. And the universe goes, wish granted, (laughs) you know, it's too much work. So go ahead and sit back on the couch and call it good. But also like the other thing that I, I, I love talking about money is that money is good because depending on what you're using it for, sometimes money Absolutely. can bring a lot of joy, you know, yes. a lot of joy when you give to, to, to your loved ones or, or when you or give it to somebody that you know or donation or a charity, love you believe, whatever it is, it can be bring a lot of happiness, satisfaction, all that to you. And I think if you think of it from that aspect, Absolutely. it's also more helpful versus like, since we are learning money is that to buy things, to pay rent, to pay the college, yes. to pay the credit card, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you come at money from the standpoint of, I'm having a relationship with this whole energy over here. And mm-hmm. sometimes it helps people to actually look at their money in their bank account or whatever, like they are like dating this person. Right. You know, I look at the, at my relationship with spirit the same way. If I don't show up to have communication every morning, we're not in a relationship. So it's the same way with money. If I'm not managing it and looking at where I need to shore it up, where I need to grow it, where I need to invest it. If I'm not having that relationship, I'm not doing my part to keep that energy flowing strong. When you have a lot of money, you have enough money to share to spare, to spread, to create new opportunities, to invest in new technologies, to fund an artist, to bless a guy on the corner, to send to your grandkids. It's the most amazing feeling because you're in that state of giving, right? And the more you're in that state of gratitude of giving, the joy of giving, you end up creating more of it back. People always ask me, like, what do I need to, to get my money mindset to shift? Well, if you're trying to manifest money, I always tell them, go give some money to charity. I can't do that. I'm trying to make it. Right. But you need to give that thing at which you're trying to receive to get the energy flow going. Because the energy flow of everything in life is the infinity symbol. It's not a singular closed circle. It's a figure eight. It's give, hits the center, comes back and receive. Give receive. That flow has to continue. If it stays in a closed loop of give, 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 it runs out. If it's only take, 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 it runs out. But if you give and receive, that flow continues and just can go on forever. So when people are stuck and they're like, I don't know why I don't have any money. I need to grow my money. Okay. Give some away. Why? And do it with a grateful heart, not to get anything back. Just because you can, and it could be your last dollar. I always like to play this game when I'm out and about, if I have cash in my wallet and I know that we're going to dinner, we're going to lunch and I'm going to have to spend money. I'll take whatever's in my wallet to the first person that, that I walk past that looks like they need a meal and I will pay for them to go get a meal on my way to the restaurant. And I don't, I, I just, I say, thank you for letting me bless you because that's what that is. You're letting me bless you. Therefore I receive a blessing and then I'll go pay for dinner on the credit card or the bank card or whatever. By the time I'm home, that money's already back in my bank account from courses or an appointment someone booked and prepaid. Every single time. You can't outgive God. <laughs> you can't. You're, you're. You said it so excellent. I just love for, for you to say that. I, I'm just I'm just loving what you just said. Give, even if it's a little bit. Even if you don't have people to spend every day money on their coffee, right? Yeah. You, you can easily spend $20, $30 on a Starbucks. Yeah. You know, you, you're spending money on your nails, on your hairs, on something. But just to open the flow of the money, just to give and get that 
little satisfaction that how happy it makes you that you're giving $5 to someone, like you yeah. said, just $5. Don't expect it to come back or nothing. Give it to you. I learned that I was in the Starbucks and that was just recently. And I, I have the money and everything. That was just me. I went to Starbucks and I always get my tea and latte, but I get like once a month or every two months once because I just have too much sugar. Yeah. And when I got to the, to pay on a drive-thru, the girl said that the car front of you paid for your thing. Yeah. I don't know who it was. And I, but that feeling that I had, right? I was like, oh my God, that is so nice. Yeah. I don't know who that was. I, I don't know who that was. I don't even know if it was a man or a woman. I don't even know. It yeah. was a big car in front of me. They paid. I only had two drinks. They paid for it. See, when I got that feeling, I said to myself, oh my God, next time when I come here, I'm so going to pay for the car behind me. Because if it made me feel that way, you know, I can't imagine how people feel when you give something. I mean, I don't go there a lot because I probably can't do that much. But just once a month when I go and I say, you know what? I'll pay for the next car's drink. And even if See, you now, do that. We were at Starbucks a few months back, right? And someone did that to us. It was me and my daughters were in the car and we were having so much fun and my granddaughter. And we all got drinks. And I had a feeling it was going to happen because the people in front of us kept looking in the rear view mirror and smiling and waving at us. And she said, the girl at the window said, they're just, they were having so much fun watching you and the people in your car dancing and laughing. They wanted to buy your drinks. And I was like, that is so cool. Meanwhile, I've been watching the couple behind me who are in their maybe early, late, mid twenties. I don't know, but they had a baby in the back seat. And the wife just looked exhausted. And the guy looked like he'd been up at night and the baby was finally sleeping in the car seat. And I'm like, okay, it's cool that they paid, but now I want to pay back. Like, so I paid, I, you know, they, they paid for our drinks. So I said, who, whatever their order is, give them that plus add a couple of cookies. And she did. And then we just drove off. But I knew they needed it way more than I did. And it felt so good to give it back and then like surprise them with a treat. Wow. That just, to me, it was like, this is so much fun. Let's keep it going the whole line through. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh yeah. my God. I love that. I love that. No, I know. I was like, so, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I'm going to start doing that because I really don't go to a Starbucks a lot when I go once a month. And, you know, I, 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 now I do it. It's just amazing. It's amazing. It makes you feel so great doing that. I mean, those people do even have money because they come to Starbucks. You know, it's not like they're, but whatever, but it's just a feeling that you get. It is. So, if listeners are listening right now to us driving and stuck in the traffic and saying that, oh yeah, that's all good and everything, but I did this, I did that, didn't work. If you had to give them a three steps, something simple, just to begin with, what would that be? Just to get them to start something to, to put it on practice and try it. They have nothing to lose, but everything to gain. What would that be? Clearly identify what you want, write it down and speak it out mm -hmm. to somebody. Because now you've actually voiced it. Mm -hmm. And not only have you heard it, the universe has heard it, someone else has heard it. Now you've got more than just your energy tied to it. Take an aligned action. Just ask yourself, what's, what's a few things I could do right now in my own thinking to take action to get that to happen? Right. If nothing comes to you, fine. Just ask the universe. How are you going to help me co-create, you know, how are you going to help me co-create this into being, into form? Mm. Leave the question open. And now watch. Listen, watch for opportunities and say yes to the ones that light you up. Pay attention and follow the breadcrumbs. So that's simple. Say yes to the ones that light you up, that come, that line you up to that to that thing you say you want to create. It's that simple to start. That's basic manifesting, right? And, and understand it's basic. And once you get the hang of it, you know, it's easier to manifest repeatedly um, when you're in that state that something worked. Oh my God, I can keep doing this. When you hit a bump in the road, then you might need some more help as far as clearing those, those deeper subconscious programs you know, yeah. but it works with everything. I mean, it works with health and resolving a health issue. It works with money. It works with jobs. It works with partners. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So let's go through this again. It's number one, have a clear vision and tell someone, not just yourself, yes. tell someone so that the universe can hear it. Just simply mention it. You don't have to ask for anything. You don't have to, you know, anything. Else. Just, just talk about it. Yeah, I'm manifesting this thing. This is my intention. My intention is to create this into my life. Right, right. Just to speak it up. And by the way, just to hear your own voice. Yes. That itself, another another, um, reinsurance that, okay, this is what I want, which is a clear vision. This is what I want. Or just, oh, I didn't even know that I wanted that. You know? Right. You're going to hear yourself. So that's number one. Number two, take an action. And that action can be like, Anything. Just say that if I want to make a twenty-five thousand dollars this month, who can I call? Right there, we go. Who can I call? Who can I call? Right. Um, what can I do? What can I sell? Sometimes mm-hmm. it's as simple. Like sometimes it is. What can I sell? What space can I create that's empty in my home that's cluttered right now that will create an opening for that that thing to come in? That's a big thing right now. That's a big yeah. Thing. Yeah, that's great. Yes. And action just, and then just, I say awareness because that's what I teach to people, but pay attention attention. in the present moment. Listen to others. The message can come from, you know, putting on your TV. You can listen to the radio. You can listen, you know, being on your computer or on your phone, on your social media, but you have to be aware and listen with the open eyes and open-minded and ear to receive that message and that signal that, hey, this is an opportunity, take it now. It could be a bird. I mean, I had a blue jay when I was getting ready to launch something and I was sitting down to, to write out the launch and I was getting very overwhelmed. And at 8.08 a.m., a blue jay landed on the table in front of me while I was sitting on my deck. Now the timing, 8.08, that's pretty powerful already. Eight is abundance and power. But blue jay means follow through. I was like, okay, okay. Because, you know, there was me that was like, I'll do it tomorrow. Like, it was so overwhelming. I'll do it tomorrow. And here comes the Blue Jay at 808. And I'm like, all right, God, I get it. I got it. Yeah. I get it. I will follow through. And I did. And it went brilliantly. Oh, great. Great. So it's stuff like that, like signs, like, pay attention. What, you know, the Blue Jay to most people to be like, oh, what a nice Blue Jay. I looked at my clock because they always send me birds and animals in my backyard. That's right. like my, my TV screen to God, to the universe. Yes, right? yes, yes. I walk out back and they gave me that and I was look it up. Look up what Blue Jay means. Oh, follow through. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. If you're listening to this, this is your sign. This is your clue. This is your everything that you tune into us and you're listening and we're talking about money. Uh, somehow you were thinking about it and we're talking about it, making this episode about the money. Now, where can they find you? Because you're an amazing person and the fact that you're teaching all of that and what are you doing right now? I know you have courses, you have classes. So tell us a little bit about that. So you can find me at Bernadette Gold, all one word, um, .com on mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram at Fear Slayer Bernadette, because <laughs> that's what I do is I basically get rid of your fears, help you to uncover them, destroy them, because that's what's stopping you. I teach classes in manifesting. I teach personal development classes, intuitive development classes, um, and I do one-on-ones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do spiritual counseling and coaching mentorship monthly. Right. So. Yeah. Any way that I can help, you know, my schedule is fairly full, but there's always, if you're meant to work with me, I will say this, if you're meant to work with me, either someone's going to drop out of my schedule and make room for you or the perfect timing will show up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. That's the way that works. Yes. Well, I'm going to put, I'm going to link all of your information over here for listeners to just click and find you. But like you said, God speak to us in a different ways. God doesn't use language. Symbols. You symbols. Yeah. You have feelings. You have, like you said, intuition. When you're feeling those things, don't ignore it. 
don't ignore it. And you're listening to us right now. She's an amazing person. She's done some great works and here to help others. So find her, follow her and watch her. Cause I know you do a lot of stuff that they can watch you. Just, I mean, I talk to you, I learned so much, you know, um, and you offer courses, classes and uh, one-on-ones and get in touch with her. If you're struggling with money, I would highly recommend you to do because you're not only teaching the money, just like you said, it just because we are so always worried about the money and we feel like money can solve all our problems and you go over that and you show them that, but there's so much to that that you teach. You teach a lot of other stuff that, that comes in like, okay, that's one aspect of your life, but let's go way before. People come to me for money because they right. think that's really what they need to be happy. And right. we always end up on what the real issue is that's right. blocking the money. Right. Right. Money's an easy thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's usually something else you're avoiding in your life that's far more important and valuable Right. that's blocking that yeah. money flow because you're not paying attention to and healing that. So I usually go, okay, cool. We'll work on the money, but we're going to go work on this first because that's the only way to unlock that flow. Right. And I'm so glad that when we had a conversation, you said that to me because a lot of us, like, you know, like you said, when you're paying attention to yourself that you need help in your life with anything, that itself is an amazing step towards success. Yes. But a lot of people coming in and saying that, well, you know what, Bernadette, I want to make money. I want to make it. And you're like, oh, slow down. You know, <laughs> slow down. Let's just work on the other stuff. So I want people to know you that you're not just working with the money mindset, but you work with a lot of other things, the spirituality as well Drama. as personal, personal development and all of that, which is all goes hand to hand. Absolutely. And I guarantee you that if you work with her with other stuff, the money flow will come in. But if you're still a little hesitant, she will teach you and she will make sure that your mind is clear when it comes to money. It was such a pleasure having you here. Thank you. Thank yes. you. It was so yeah. much fun. I love the work that you do. Uh, thank I just you. want to say thank you. Yeah. And how very honored I am that you invited me to be on the podcast. And oh. I bless you back a hundredfold <laughs> because thank I think you. that all of the messages that you're sending out there is very important right now. Thank you. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Our energy connected. And I got to tell you, I've been doing this for a while now. One of the things that I love about my job is that I meet, I meet amazing people like yourself, like-minded people, the energy and the, the honesty and this. And I created this podcast because I want people to hear real story, no editing, no polishing, no sugarcoating. This is what it is. This is what it is. If we can do it, you can do it too. And if we can save one person's life and say, hey, this is your time. And this year has been very challenging for everybody. So a lot of people are looking to find that answer, looking to like, you know, what direction should I go? I know what to start, what to finish. And and that's why I do what I do, because we got to give them as much information as possible. There's some amazing people like yourself out there that they can reach out and they can invest on themselves and help themselves to become and create a life that they absolutely love. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. thank you so Great. much, hon. Thank you.